Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 34. Thank you for all of your support of our podcast and the many positive comments that we receive and for sharing and recommending it to others. We go live every tune-in Tuesday, so make sure to follow us. On this episode, we're going to be talking about leadership, and we're doing so as we continue in this month of September to focus on the topic of success. And last week's episode was most certainly a success. We had a stellar episode with David Siegel. David Siegel is the CEO of Meetup, the largest platform for finding and building local communities. And his book, Decide and Conquer, 44 Decisions That Make or Break All Leaders. Well, our discussion of it made for an informative, fast-paced, and thought-enhancing discussion on decision-making towards success. So grateful to David for carving out time to be with us for that episode, and I hope that you took some time to listen to it. And if you haven't had a chance to do so, carve out some time in your own schedule and take a few minutes to listen to last week's episode. You know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be welcoming Alan Weiss. I like to call Alan the godfather of consulting. He's an author of over 500 articles and 60 books, and he brings so much wisdom and practical lived knowledge to the table. It's going to be an amazing episode in two weeks' time. So keep following us and subscribe on Spotify and through our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. All right, we like to keep our podcasts short, practical, and direct, so let's get after it. Let's make it so. Autumn is on the way this week, and the season of autumn arriving, well, it gives us an opportunity to enjoy the fresh outdoor breeze and also to enjoy all of the bright colors that we will begin to be surrounded with in the beautiful Canadian landscape. And certainly the world landscape changed with the words, London Bridge is down. Those were the words that were uttered by Queen Elizabeth's private secretary to notify the world that the monarch, who had served for 70 years, had died. With the loss of Queen Elizabeth II, so many people have been grieving. They've also been remembering and celebrating a life honorably and gracefully lived. As this podcast goes to air, the events of this past week have captured for so many so many reminders of her life. And no matter what you may think about the monarchy, or maybe even whether or not it's woke to speak of it, no one can escape the leadership lessons of this extraordinary person and her life. As I've reflected on it, I see three leadership lessons that Queen Elizabeth II, I believe, has left for all of us. I'm sure that you could highlight your own, but here are some of mine. Here's the first. At the tender age of 21, she gave a speech in South Africa where she said, I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service. With those words, the great leadership lesson that she left for us was to place cause above ego and to serve those who follow you with a clean heart and a strong mind. Do not stray from the task, 
but stay true to the mission for a lifetime. She did that for 96 years. The second lesson that I think Queen Elizabeth leaves for us comes from something that she once remarked. She said, You have to be seen to be believed. By the time that she was near the end, she had attended 21,000 engagements and gone around the globe 42 times. The leadership lesson that she leaves here is to lead by being with the people that you serve. Talk to your team. Mentor them daily. Take customers to lunch and actively listen to them deeply. Go out and study what your industry peers are doing. Travel, roam, understand the world. Pay attention. And finally, the last lesson, aside from a mere handful of instances, was that the Queen was always on point. She had her finger on the pulse of her people and developed the ability to sense what they were feeling. This became one of her top leadership powers. On the passing of Princess Diana from the tragic car crash in that Paris tunnel in 1997, Queen Elizabeth gave an address in which she said, as your queen and as a grandmother. Those words moved millions and celebrated a glorious life. What's the leadership lesson? Well, to materialize your leadership potential, you have to develop greater empathy. Regularly ask what it must be like to be in another person's shoes. Seek the meaning behind what your followers are saying. Be a benevolent leader. Care more than all would expect you to care. And above all, be a good human. You know, leadership is key. And learning how to be a great leader can greatly impact the success of your team, your organization, and yourself. To be an effective leader, you must understand your own motivations, strengths, and weaknesses. See, great leaders connect with their team by facilitating open communication, encouraging employee growth and development, giving and receiving feedback. Let me share six quick points that successful leaders keep in mind. Here's the first. To be a good leader, you have to be an empathetic leader. Being genuine with your team doesn't mean that you have to be best friends with them, but it means that you share common human experiences, that you bring down defensive walls, that you show that you're a real person too. When you do that, it makes you seem more approachable and helps you to earn respect. Are you still the boss? Absolutely. But by exhibiting empathy and mutual respect, employees are far more likely to give and accept honest feedback. Here's the second. Be a good listener. Don't forget that listening to employees' feedback can prove to be invaluable. When they have good ideas, let them know. The more that you are able to build that professional relationship with your staff members, then the easier it will be for them to be honest 
about positive improvements that should be made. Here's the third. Incorporate a shared vision. A top-notch general doesn't worry about whether or not warriors will follow them into battle when the cry is given, because the leader has made it crystal clear what they are fighting for and what the stakes are. A forward-thinking business leader must do the same. Every employee should understand the importance behind what they are doing. Employees who are given a voice in the decision-making process understand the purpose behind the vision of the organization and are much more willing to support the goals of that organization. In other words, employees support what they help create. That's why understanding how to become a leader will bring unity around a shared vision. Here's the fourth. Communicate realistic and clear expectations. Too many employees get frustrated when they are reprimanded for not doing something that was never properly communicated to them. Rather than simply expecting employees to do their jobs, effective leaders provide clear goals to be met, clear expectations of what happens if they are or are not met, and a roadmap to getting the job done. Effective leaders also assess all of the factors that contribute to accomplishing the goals and make sure that they are attainable. Morale suffers when employees continually experience failure. On the other hand, acknowledging when goals are met and providing positive feedback motivates them to continue to work hard. Here's the fifth. Great leaders, successful leaders, learn how to handle failure. You see, failure is a part of life. How you handle it as a leader speaks volumes. Anger and finger-pointing are counterproductive. Instead, if you want to know how to be a great leader, explore what your, with your team what went wrong and how things could have been different to ensure success. Take responsibility for any part that you played in a missed goal. Here's the sixth. Continue to invest. There's no perfect leader. And change is a constant. And so it's imperative that leaders keep improving their skills. If you want to learn how to become a great leader, how to improve your leadership style, how to evaluate your qualities, how to figure out your strengths and weaknesses, well, then you have to continue to invest in yourself. In order to do that, you have to be able to identify what actions or behaviors are building you up and what actions or behaviors, choices or conducts are bringing you down. This is where coaching and mentoring is amazing as a tool. And certainly if I can help, drop me a line. There's links in the podcast notes as well as on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. All right, let's wrap this up. In our podcast, we always have these notes that go along with the podcast. And in our podcast notes this week, there are two specific articles 
I really want to encourage you to take a look at. One is a Harvard Business Review article called Anyone Can Learn to Be a Better Leader. And the second one is a Forbes Magazine article called The Most Successful Leaders Do These 15 Things Automatically Every Day. Now, both of these articles are a little older, but both of them are ever so relevant, even until today. But if you want a, a relevant and new article, go to our own website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com, and on our blog this week, we are sharing a brand new article on the topic of leadership and success. All of those links are found in the podcast notes. Now, Tune In Tuesday is when we have new episodes every week. And next week, we're going to continue to look at success as we wrap up the month of September. I really encourage you to make sure to join us for next week's episode. And I also encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we post daily. And if you're on LinkedIn, we'll connect with us there. Now, one more real quick thing and that is to talk with you about Man Cave. Man Cave is our group coaching program, and this fall, I'm dedicating Man Cave to sharing a proven strategy to get your time, energy, and priorities working in your favor. Now, if you're not familiar with Man Cave, then check out the details on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. Just click the drop-down that says Man Cave. But I want to invite you in a particular way to join me on September the 28th for a free live preview of Man Cave and what this fall is going to be all about. You can go to the podcast notes or you can go to our website and just click on the link to sign up for it. It's going to share with you step-by-step series of tools, tips, and lessons on how you can break the stress, the spiral, in fact, of busy and turn it into productive so that you can grow your organization, advance your career, launch new ventures, be more present at home, and be the type of leader that you want to be. A leader that is success-driven. A leader who is focused on being productive so that they can be their best selves and lead others to do the same. I really encourage you to sign up for this access on September the 28th. It's absolutely free. And to consider joining Man Cave. And to encourage you, for those who participate in Man Cave this fall, a copy of my brand new book, Made for Monday, which I announced a few weeks back, well, it'll be my special gift to you. We're going to be sharing more about the book in the weeks to come. But if you sign up for Man Cave this fall, we're going to send that book to you ahead of release, free as a special gift. So go to our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com, and click on the Man Cave drop-down. Or you can go to the podcast notes and do the same, and sign up for the September 28th free preview of Man Cave. And of course, to all of our full-service coaching clients, do not forget to go to your Make It So platform for additional podcast notes and links. Full-service coaching is where you get that one-to-one contact, which is a great way to grow towards success and being a better leader. Check out those details on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com.
All right. Until our next episode and we get get together again next week, start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.